I knew it was meant to be easy because if it, if it's not fucking easy, I'm not interested because there's like a flow and an ease and a rhythm. And I think that's what we're here to live in is that vibration. And it just goes back to what we were talking about when we were talking about like when it's time, it's time earlier today. And like, that's just so true. I remember someone asked me about like, oh my, because I was like, yeah, I'm making the most money I've ever made. Like, I don't know, this is fucking awesome. And she's like, oh, what did you do? I was like, uh, nothing. It was just time. Knock them relentlessly. You're one of God and a collective of everything. We're literally the same matter as the trees, the stars, the breeze, the Welcome alone, back the to the Second Paradigm Podcast. Jumping right in. All right. We're just going to dive right in. So you have a topic for today. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I know. This is fun. I feel like my topics always come from my triggers. Great. <laughs> then we work them out. <laughs> yep. And then here we are. Pull in that soul truth. Find resolution. Yes. Hell yes. Um, so I want to talk about what it means to follow the energy. Okay. And I also want to talk about um, how just kind of unpacking how life in the second paradigm works in relation to like feeling into things and feeling into timelines and not necessarily having to go through the whole rigmarole when you can just feel what's there. Okay. Uh, do you want to tell the story? Yeah. Let's well, I, ha- I have two stories. Okay. So one, I want to tell about this book and how this came to be. The book is what? Mary Magdalene Revealed. Mary Magdalene Revealed by Megan Watterson. So this is how this story starts. (laughs) So I've been getting ping to read this book for Mm -hmm. a bit. However, it's been like a week or two, maybe two weeks now. And I'm like, huh, okay. How'd you hear about the book? Instagram. Cool. Yeah. So you saw it and you're like, that book is for me. There's something there. Yeah. It just, and I was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it went. So then you went to this bookshop, right? Yes. I went to the spiritual bookstore Okay. and I walked in, I told the story on Instagram. So those of you that follow me probably know. Um, and I asked the lady if they had the book and she said, oh yeah, we have one. And she looked everywhere for it and they didn't. And it was actually negative one because it was never received into the system and it was already scanned out, you know, the whole freaking thing anyway so they had negative does, one of the they book. had negative one of this <laughs> we have, we have <laughs> negative one of what you're looking for mm-hmm. yeah so i was like really not available it, it was really not available yeah. so then i asked for a couple other books that like i'd been thinking about i don't even know what they are right now and the answer was no to every single book that i was asking for so i was like okay like i felt guided here i know i'm supposed to be here i don't mm-hmm. know what's here for me Um, So I went back to like the used book section, which is a whole different energetic. Um, And I was like, huh. And she's like, oh, did you did you find the book back here? Like one of the books I was looking for. And I was like, oh, no, I was like, I'm back here for something different. You know, it's I can't just like specifically look for a book in a used book section. Mm -hmm. It's too overwhelming because it's not organized. It's so cluttered. Um, It's like being in a clearance rack. It's like, oh, no, (laughs) I like things neat and orderly. Um, you wouldn't know that by all the clothes on my side of the bed right now, but I do like things neat and orderly. So and then I ended up finding another whole series of books that I read on my, like the beginning of my spiritual awakening, the Anastasia series. Um, and those are, that's just a whole story in itself. But anyway, so I was like, Ooh, I found four of those books. There's mm-hmm. like 
I think there's over eight or so. Yeah. Um, and then I went up to the scanner lady, you know, the same lady that was helping me, but not helping me. Um, cause she wasn't very helpful and the scanner stopped working. So she couldn't actually scan my books in. And then she's like, wow. She's like, the universe is just really conspiring against you today. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, no, I was like, ah, oh, no, actually it's not. And I just like, you know, stood my ground in it. Yeah. Because I kept saying, I was like, oh, I was like, the Mary Magdalene book will just come to me when it's time. Like, you know, I'm not worried about it. Because they were like, oh, we can order it for you. We can do this. We can do that. It's It'll only take a couple days to get here. We get orders all the time. It was, and I was like, no, no. Like, I was just super chill and laid back about it because it, I just know and knew that it will just come to me when it's time. Because when it's time, it's time. And that's just the way that it works mm-hmm. here in this world. Um, there's no like forcing or efforting my way to find this freaking book. That just seems silly. Yeah. So fast forward to the next day. Well, anyway, so the lady told me that the universe is out to get me. I was like, home girl, have you read Gabby Bernstein's title? The universe has your back. <laughs> like, what are you doing working at the spiritual bookstore telling me the universe is out to get me? Like, this mm-hmm. is kind of weird. Um, so anyway, I don't even think she realized what she said. It was it felt like she went completely unconscious and all of her programming was just like available for me to see. It was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird. That's a pretty common spiritual belief. Like if things are going not your way or exactly what you want, then you're doing something wrong. Your vibrations off or totally your thoughts are wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. That's like everything we unwind and everyone yes. we work with. Yes, we do unwind that shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If you need some unwinding, <laughs> call us. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then I think the next day, um, our friend Faith ended up messaging me and she's like, hey, she's like, have you read any of the Mary Magdalene stuff? And I was like, no, but she's been pinging me. It's like funny you say that. And then um, I was like, I've been looking for Mary Magdalene Revealed. And she's like, oh, that's exactly what I'm sending to you. And I was like, huh? And like my eyes welled up and I was like, oh, my God, like the universe does have my fucking back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she, and we just got it yesterday. Thank you, faith <laughs> yeah. for sending it to me. Um, I like, I just cracked it open and I was like, Whoa, I like, I can't eat. It's so much. There's mm. so much energy, even on like opening the cover. Cool. Um, but I just, so that there's this element and I think, and this is what we work with our clients on too. And I'm just thinking of how this overlaps of like, sitting back and like allowing, like knowing where you're going, knowing Mm -hmm. that it's going to come to you, knowing what the big vision is. And then like, I think a lot about Denise in this instance and like sitting back on your throne and just Mm -hmm. allowing the things to pop up. It's like the next podcast interview, the next, you know, anything and everything. And like, staffing for her store like it's all just unfolding in this beautiful way when she allows herself to just receive and trust and and be in that undercurrent of trust rather than the the energy of like frenetic forcing something to happen because like if you work hard and you strive you'll get it and it's like I don't necessarily think that's true I don't I don't think that's not that doesn't apply to me like I'm not available for that life yeah and it works against soul you can do it, but you have to work against your own soul to do it. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that I don't hear out there very often. All this context that's come through has been so helpful because yeah. it's like there's your body and there's your soul and your body is programmed literally through our ancestors. We are of the earth. We have this ancestral line and there are lessons and ways of being that are coded into our DNA. And 
then we go through an education process that shows us how people do things and shows mm-hmm. us the way to do things and how mm-hmm. to be successful and how to learn and how to do all of these mm-hmm. things. And then there's our soul that came here for a very specific reason to bring something that doesn't exist here yet. Yeah. So fucking love lots that. of what we're doing is learning to become our soul and to make decisions based on our soul truth and not on our yes. bodily truth, yes. not on our bodily programming. Yes. hundred percent. So the, I laid the context and then I forgot what the point was, um, with the book and just receiving. Yeah. Just trusting. allowing things to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause they come in the perfect time better than you could ever imagine. Like I could have come home and ordered it on Amazon or whatever, but like I still, there was still, when I would check in with that book, it was like, no, like you'll get it. It'll come like mm-hmm. And like, and then there's a part of that that I love. Like, I love being in the like mystery. Like, I'm like, ooh, I might find mm-hmm. it like somewhere completely different. And like, I did not expect it to be sent to me. Like, that was like even like so random, triple, Amazing. quadruple bonus. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, what? She asked for your address before. Oh yeah, she could. Yeah, she asked for my address and said I have. She was already going to send it to, to you send before you. Even, yeah, before yeah. you even wrote it. It's not yeah. like you told her about it or no, told no, anyone no. about it. No, she yeah. had no idea. No, I didn't even. When I told the story on Instagram, I didn't even tell what book it was. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And those are the synchronistic events that like come through soul. So I think that was actually my point is like our souls are orchestrating events for us through these higher units of consciousness that they're connected to. And we can work with that and essentially download the plans of what's here, download the plans from our soul, which has this incredible vantage point, which is taking into consideration all of our desires and all of those things and making this plan that's for the highest benefit and energizing the crap out of it. So we can create other things here, but we need to use our body's plans and body strategies and all those things to do it. And we have to bypass the divine and what's crazy mm-hmm. and why I think there's so much just tension and hectic, like anxiety, depression, all of these like really great. And even just drama. Like when I was feeling into some of the YouTubers we watched earlier, I was like, man, there was so much drama there because you literally have to fight your soul. You have to play out things that your soul isn't orchestrating. And then your soul like creates these dramas and orchestrates events to kind of blow up in your face so you can see yourself and what's really there in your Mm. life. You have to be able to walk through a series of like explosions of your soul pressing in on you to be able to create these other things. And it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Because our souls, our souls are showing us the highest possible path anyway, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And if we live from that place, then we end up walking a path that's not only really beneficial, that we like mm-hmm. enjoy a lot, that's really fun, mm-hmm. but we have our souls backing. So the same orchestrating yeah. effect where we're like, oh my goodness, that's so crazy. All these events are lined up to like blow up in my face and show me who I was. Mm-hmm. All those events start orchestrating for you. Yeah. And then they start bringing you things like bringing you the book that you're looking for yeah. in this really incredible way. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just cool. It's it's wild the more this perspective drops in and the more mm. we see about it. Yeah. The more I'm like, oh my goodness, like how did I ever do anything else? This right. is unbelievable. Yes, yes. And then this goes into the other thing that I wanted to talk about because I I think this is like a unique gift of yours for certain. Like you you're definitely super psychic and can see mm-hmm. into timelines better than anyone I've ever met I can see but you you got funny yeah interesting yeah 
own your gifts. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I can do that, but I assume other people can do it too. Well, and this is a thing because then we get asked like, oh, wait, you can feel the energy before you even go to the thing or like before you even meet the person. Yeah. And then we were, were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We were talking to some friends about we just met them. I met one of them before and then we met up before Matt Con. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. It was awesome. But yeah, that was so funny. One of the questions yeah. they asked was like, oh, so you can feel the energy of something before you even go? Because she was like, normally when I first get there, then I can feel the energy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this isn't totally aligned. Or uh-huh. This isn't totally whatever. But yeah, I mean, we're feeling into the timelines before they happen. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's just spiritual access. When you're working with your soul, you ask yeah. about things and you get, you get the, the direct, soul truth from the you beginning. You get the direct answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that is kind of funny, huh? From a, it's, I guess that's seeing the future, huh? That's kind of weird. Huh. <laughs> Look at you go. Yeah. I guess I see the future. That's so funny. I've never yeah. thought about it that way. Remember I'm just like, oh that... yeah, it's brighter. It makes sense. It's. A... Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it's definitely a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For certain. And I think like, so I'm, I'm curious like how to explain or how to remind people that they too have this gift in some in their own iteration that they can feel into timelines and and see what's brightest for them. Well, it's funny. Like I hear it all the time. Like it's a what is it colloquial is whatever, right? Colloquial is that the thing? I don't know. I hear it all the time where people are like, "Oh yeah, I felt I felt that it was kind of iffy before I did it." Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I did mm-hmm. it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the same thing. That's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're just we're not doing it anyway. We're just not doing it anyway. We just <laughs> trust thing. that feeling and trust yeah. that knowing over All everything. All the way and through. It always, yep. it always works. Yep. It works when we don't trust it and we're like, oh my goodness, I should have trusted it. And mm-hmm. it works when we do trust it and we go, oh my goodness, I'm glad I trusted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It works both 100%. times. Because it's really being able to revalue soul in the world. People mm-hmm. don't value soul in this world. They don't mm-hmm. even know it exists. Mm-hmm. There is no acknowledgement of soul or all of these psychic abilities. And the debate is whether or not even just basic stuff exists, whether basic spiritual abilities exist. Mm-hmm. And people are constantly trying to test them. There was a person that put up a million dollar prize, like show me any ability and I'll pay you a million dollars just to be like a big fuck you to the spiritual community. Yeah. But these things exist. Mm-hmm. Soul is very real. For sure. And everyone talks about it in their own ways. And I think it's so integrated into our reality that we often don't notice these things. We don't recognize them as soul, like the synchronicities and mm-hmm. like quote unquote coincidences that happen mm-hmm. all the time that like highlight to us the truth of what's really here for us and like our edge and mm-hmm. all these circumstances that are around us that are showing ourselves ourselves so perfectly. Mm-hmm. All of these things are soul. And mm-hmm. I think it's being able to normalize that and then differentiate between like, oh, this is what I think I think about my reality. And like, here's what's actually true for me. Here's like the actual truth of what's here. And that soul truth is just, it is everything. Mm -hmm. So we have access to everything we need to know in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that following the energy. It's cool that you wanted to talk about this because mm. that's a cool, that's a cool thing. Just even acknowledging that like, oh, you knew beforehand. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. And you could feel beforehand that you weren't supposed to order that book. It didn't need to be difficult. Yeah. yeah. You didn't feel 
like you didn't have that ping to like, oh, like you should read this book so you can go and like make it really difficult and do all this work and like order it and then go back another time. And you don't need to like jump through hoops to follow it. Right. That seems silly. I I knew it was meant to be easy because if if it's not fucking easy, I'm not interested. Then it's probably not energized. And if it's not (laughs) energized, then it's probably not in alignment with these larger units of consciousness. Yeah. hundred percent. Because there's like a flow and an ease and a rhythm Mm -hmm. that I so much, I think, I mean, I think that's what we're here to live in is that vibration. That's like the vibration of the earth. That's the natural vibration of being here. There's a, Mm. there's just a rhythm to it. Mm -hmm. And if we allow ourselves to be in that rhythm, like that's where the ease comes in. Like I'm not saying it's always like easy and there won't be difficult situations and like things, but there's always this element of like flow, ease, harmony. Mm-hmm. And like what I, I, it's just this undercurrent of trust mm-hmm. that I feel throughout the entire thing. Cause like if it's meant for me, it's not going to pass me by. Yeah. Like ever. Like that doesn't even make sense that it would. So there's no need to panic. There's no need to worry. And it just goes back to what we were talking about when we were talking about like when it's time, it's time earlier mm-hmm. today. And like, that's just so true. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe I've talked about this on the podcast, but it was about like making money. I remember someone asked me about like, oh my, cause I was like, yeah, I'm making the most money I've ever made. Like, I don't know, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, what did you do? I was like, uh, nothing. It was just time. <laughs> and that's like so jarring, right? Yeah. Cause it's like, wait, what? Like, uh, you know, I imagine the thoughts on the other end are like, wait, I, I thought there's like this like belief work that I have to do or these there's things that I have to pop through in order to have the life that I want. But like it, when it's time, it's time. And like even when we moved to this apartment, like mm-hmm. more money came in to support that move because that's just yeah. the way it works. Yeah, we have a very different world to you. But from a soul perspective, it all checks out and makes sense and fits into a larger context, you know, like from the soul perspective, we're not in charge of creating our circumstances. So we're not in charge of forcing our circumstances to be other circumstances through a shit ton of work. That's a weird perspective to begin with. Like, can we just call out how weird that is? (laughs) I'm going to force my circumstances to change through a bunch of work. Yeah. What other, what, where else do we see evidence of that anywhere else in reality ever? Humans are the only things doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. In and of itself, that is a weird worldview that me as the individual, once I work really, really hard and things get really, really like tense and I'm exhausted, mm-hmm. then the circumstances I don't like and can't accept about my reality will suddenly change and then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. That's a weird perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's out there. That is what's out there. No, I've never said like that. People don't <laughs> say it. People <laughs> have this perspective. But it is weird. When you call it out for what it is, it's yeah. very weird. Mm-hmm. And the simple logic is so funny. Our doc just came through called The Mechanics of Soul Line Business. Oh my God, you guys. We haven't released it publicly, just in our it's business. It's so group right good. Now. It's so good. It's, it's like, it was like a 45 minute read. I read it back and yeah. I was reading pretty fast. It's like oh, a 45 minute so read. Good. So it's a pretty long document. A channel doc through B. I've through listened me. to it twice. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to it three times just to like begin to understand it i wrote the thing it's so funny <laughs> yeah there's it's layered the one of the, the things that came through yeah about the logic is so funny this is the whole first section was on free will lots of the things we were talking about and the dynamics and creating your circumstances and this sole perspective of mm-hmm. our circumstances aren't ours to create or even try to change 
what is here right now is being orchestrated for us so that we can see what's most important. Yeah. So we can see the biggest conflict between our body and our soul so mm-hmm. that we have an opportunity to become more of our soul. Mm-hmm. And when we become more of our soul, our circumstances change because there are new circumstances that are being orchestrated for us to learn a new lesson. So when we moved from our last place to this place, we essentially learned our lesson. We felt that whole reality closing up. And then we literally got kicked out of our place because our landlords were really shady and (laughs) they didn't have the proper permits for the whole basement of our whole place. Mm -hmm. So we ended up getting kicked out and then they like paid us back all the rent that we paid them because it's like a legal thing. Mm -hmm. So we ended, we essentially stayed in this place for free the whole time we were there. It was amazing. But then we moved into this whole new set of reality. And I think here we've been really learning to like own our value and own what we, mm-hmm. what we teach and all of these things. And like, mm-hmm. that's what's here. And as yep. a piece of that, like as a piece of this reality we're in now, we just make more money because that's the reality that's here. Yep. That's the reality that we chose. We were a match for this place that was way more than the last place mm-hmm. that we paid for almost double, not yeah. quite, but it just was what was there. Yep. Our soul was pulling us there. And then yep. of course we have the money to pay for that. Of course, because right. that's just how it works. Right. But we didn't need to figure out how to scale our business to, to move. Mm. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to figure out how to scale that piece of our life so that we could be safe to go move. That is the weird, that's that weird mental thing of I need to change my circumstances by working really hard and trying to figure it out and by systematizing and figuring out what other people have done. The, the logic when they were breaking it down, they were like, can we just like shed some light on this logic that you humans are holding right now? That I must work hard. My soul tells me to rest and integrate. If I work hard, I will be successful. So if I'm not working hard, I won't be successful. Mm-hmm. They're like, can you see how simple this logic is and like how there are definitely mm-hmm. some holes in it? Like, like if your soul is guiding you to rest and integrate, like you're not working hard. So immediately you're not going to be successful. Like, yeah. can we really look at this and like the way that reality works? Um, and I forget what the, I forget what the other, what the other logic stream was, but it's, it's just funny looking at these ideas in our brain and, and what we think about this reality. But I think more and more people and people say waking up, Mm -hmm. I I think more and more people are beginning to build awareness around this other aspect of reality, Mm -hmm. that it's not this thing that we're taught it is. Mm. And we've always seen things that don't match up with the worldview that we're taught. We've seen these weird synchronicities. We've felt things. Mm -hmm. People talk about, I mean, even I think back before even all of the spiritual movement started and like people talked about ghosts and paranormal things for a long time. People have always talked about these things. And we've kind of written it off as crazy because we don't have a worldview that allows us to accept it. Mm -hmm. But we're beginning to, I think, as a collective and as a Mm -hmm. society, and especially, I mean, our people and our tribe and what we're doing here, this like grounded spiritual second paradigm movement that we're Mm -hmm. doing everything we can to embody and teach and lead. We're beginning to essentially see through that worldview and say, maybe this isn't true. Mm -hmm. If it isn't true, what else is true? Mm Mm-hmm. And when it's crazy, when you're open to soul truth, how much access you have, Mm -hmm. it's insane. So many people all over the world believe the exact same thing as we do about reality before we talk to them, before we tell them about it. And we just talk and we're like, oh yeah, reality works this way. And they're like, oh yeah, of course, Mm -hmm. reality works this way. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And they're all these intuitive people. And we all just kind of agree like, oh yeah, yeah, reality works this way. Mm -hmm. And when things come through B out of my mouth, for people on our channel nights, 
I don't think people are really learning stuff in so many ways either. Like there's, there's wording. Yeah. There's wording, there's articulation, there's making logical sense of it. But so often I think what's happening is everyone's just being validated and they're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. You're articulating the thing that I've been feeling about reality for years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what most of what we're doing. Yeah. So yeah, I think following the energy, all of these discussions that we have all the time, they're just acknowledging what reality actually is mm-hmm. and being willing to throw away these other concepts that just don't check out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing we hear the most often is like, oh my God, like, thank you. <laughs> like, thank you for like, just affirming me and supporting me and encouraging me. Um, because there's none of the like, I don't think we're trying to get anybody to do it our way or to do it any other. I don't even know what our way is. Our way is your way. Your way is the way is Mm -hmm. the thing is what we're going to tell you. Like, um, and so often we just hear like, yeah, oh my God, thank you so much. This feels like home. Mm -hmm. And there's this like deep soul truth acknowledgement. And oftentimes what comes through, I think in those channel nights is, is like you said, the wording but it's like, it's like putting words to like everything we've always felt inside and never had the ability to articulate. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really powerful in, in and of itself, because like for, for people like myself and like, I, I feel like I do tend to have like an artist brain. Like I talk in circles and I like, you know, tell stories and see things in colors and, and I'm so much more of a feeler than a speaker. Mm. Um, I guess. I don't even know if that's true, but I'm definitely a feeler. Yeah. So as I like snuggle down mm-hmm. <laughs> even further into the couch. Um, yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm digging these non video podcasts. I just get to lay down. Oh, it's so nice. Out of frame. Yeah. It's so good. I know I'd totally be out of frame if we had all the videos <laughs> going. You just see your Cameras. knees. Yeah. You just see my <laughs> knees. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really helpful because I think for me personally, it just gives me like the confidence, the continued confidence to, to keep going like to keep trusting my art and the messages that come through. Like I've always had this like inherent trust. Like Mm -hmm. even today, David and I were talking, I was sharing when I was doing um, light up your truth, which was a platform for people to share their story. I did it for years and I did it for free for years. Um, (laughs) And then people were like, that's crazy. You need to be paid to do this work in the world. And I'm like, that's crazy. I just love doing it. You're like holding space for people for like 40 hours and then like putting on a live event and setting everything up. Yeah. That's wild. For zero. Um, So anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there was this, not anyway, but there was this inherent like trust of like, oh yeah, like the space will just work out. Like I had no idea where I was going to run these events, especially when I was doing them Mm -hmm. for free. I had no clue, but I just knew that there would be a space. Like I was like, there was just this inherent trust. And like, I think same thing with my move across the country. Like there was just this inherent trust that things would work out. Mm -hmm. And, and now like having like been immersed in this work and these messages that come through you, it's just, I have more words for it now. Like I, Mm. it's easier for me to explain it to people. Like, yes, I can. I mean, I can say like, I don't know, you just trust it, you know, like I can be just as short as I've always been. Um, And I think that's like one of the things that cuts through the noise is like, just fucking trust yourself. What do you Mm want to do? You know, like the, the piercingness of, of what I ask people, but also there's like this whole, like etheric, like roadmap Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's this whole GPS system that people can tap into yeah. and use for the rest of their life. Yeah. Like that's what's really cool about the work that we do is like you you get to just be you always and use your own access and use your own gifts and your own intuitive knowing to navigate your own world. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't need someone else's modality. Like actually that's like no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'd rather like I mean I say this all the time. I just want the whole planet operating from the space from this space of intuitive knowing and trusting themselves. And like, of course, if it's time to hire people and like, you know, whatever, build out your team and build out your support and all of that, like you'll know Mm -hmm. it's the same knowing as like me knowing that the Mary Magdalene book would come to me. Like you're like, Oh, yep. It's time to do this thing. And then you just follow it all the way through. And like, there'll be different people to support different aspects of your journey. Cause that's, I mean, I think we came here for that. I think, when I even back to the light up your truth days and, and like, I still, I still apply it now of like really just trusting that like, there's these like soul agreements that we've already like, that we've already agreed upon that like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to do like Miriam's light up your truth. Like they already know, mm-hmm. like I would get the name of the person. Cause I'd ask, I'd be like, who's next. And then I'd get a name and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'd reach out to the person. I'm like, hey, do you want to do Light Up Your Truth next month? And they're like, oh my God, I keep thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm really scared. I don't want to do it. I'm like, oh, come on, just do it. And they're like, oh, okay, fine. Because <laughs> it's like, it's so beyond our human. Like even the fear isn't going to stop it because it's so soul. Yeah. And I just love living from that space. Yeah. And I love being able to validate it. Yeah. There's something so satisfying about pulling through a full map that makes logical sense that runs in the face of all the stuff out there that is consensus that doesn't make sense. Because so many people look at and scoff at spirituality. And there was this point, I I don't know when it clicked over. I don't know where it came from. But there's just this feeling that's here from the very beginning when I was bringing all this stuff through B where it's like, I just want to, I want to know what this is and I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to do it, I need to know that it checks yeah. out and I need the full logical framework mm-hmm. almost because I, I have visions of this all the time and I get shown this all of the time where it's almost like I'm sitting at this, at like a debate and I am debating the intricacies of it. And from the beginning, I watch myself get better and better at these little debates. It's so fascinating even talking about this. I don't know if I've even told you this, Yeah. but like I'll well, hear think. the whole thing playing out and I'll hear my response mm-hmm. to it. And I, it's almost like I can see where I'm at and the holes in my logic by the questions that fire back. It's like, I'll see myself on Joe Rogan or I'll see myself at a debate with like Richard Dawkins or I'll see myself at a debate with like even some other like big spiritual thinkers with other totally different spiritual maps and like, I'll feel this conversation happen and take place. And it's like, I want to be so solid in this that I can stand firm in everything that I know to be true and everything that all of these incredibly intuitive people around me already know to be true. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to create a map that, that will stand up to the best minds on the planet. Mm-hmm. I think that's always kind of been mm-hmm. this like underlying mm-hmm. thing that's here. Like I'm going to create a map that will stand up to the best minds on the planet and totally dismantle their logic and totally reaffirm the thing that all of these incredible spiritual people have just been doing yeah. for years and yeah, years yeah, and yeah. years. 
because there's so much like there's so much stuff out there where I'll see it and they're like just these like subtle jabs, you know, like, oh, looks like you've been reading too much channel material. Like, look at your trust in the universe. Like there's these like subtle mm, jabs that I'll see every once in a while where I'm like, man, like that sucks. Mm. That sucks to have someone so on path so unbelievably on path where they're trusting their soul truth through and through and then the pushback that they're getting from those around them are like oh looks like you've been reading too much like channeled stuff like what's up the secret like there's these like little Mm. jab because those worldviews like you can see right through them it's like man that is the problems like like you change your thinking and then your whole reality shifts like that that's not that doesn't check out Mm -hmm. if you just change your thoughts about your reality and then everything comes to fruition like People have been doing that. Like, I don't see you with a Lamborghini. Like, looks like your life's getting worse and worse. Mm. And like, there's all of these worldviews that I think have been coming through to try to articulate this, mm. these spiritual phenomena. And they're they're flimsy. And all the greatest minds on the planet who don't believe this at all just kick them right over because they're yeah. smart. Yeah. And like, it's cool mm-hmm. having been like valedictorian and like this super brain, then mm-hmm. having this like channeling phenomena open up within me where I'm like, oh like it doesn't have to blow over because mm-hmm. it does check out mm-hmm. and the things they're pushing over they're like their their responses are weak like yeah. their worldview is so flimsy that we're just in this reality and like you it doesn't even matter but the i want to hear just there are so many ideas that are so flimsy like so many models that are so flimsy, so many ways of thinking that are so flimsy. And the more I plug into soul and the more I pull through, the more I see through them yeah. or I see the models of consciousness. And I'm like, that goes nowhere. The, it ascends to oh, nothingness. Wow. Like it ascends to literally nothing where what's the trajectory of this, of this scale of consciousness It's nothing. Or what is the, Wait, like, we, what's the point of, I know I'm being vague because I don't, I don't no, want to just okay. no, but I drive wanna, in. But I yeah. want to talk about something kind of a side note, Please. but it feels relevant. Um, when we talk about like levels of consciousness yeah. and like where people are at and like, you know, you got to speak to their level of consciousness. I'm going to tell you right now, please don't fucking do that. Please don't fucking get on your fucking horse and talk to my level of consciousness because yeah. for one that's that's saying that your level's higher than theirs let's just put but two that map is wrong okay and three there is there is this <laughs> there is this truly divine orchestration playing out and like if mm-hmm. i were to speak like my dad for example if i were to talk to his level of consciousness like, what does that even mean? First of all, who am I to say what his level of consciousness is? Mm-hmm. I can feel that things drop out when I say certain things and they totally. don't land, but I trust that like, I can say exactly what I need to say, be in my full articulation of me, be my brightest, be my lightest, yeah. say everything I have to say. And like, before I know it, he's like laughing. Like, I'm like, dad, what if you just rested? Give yourself until August, just keep resting. And he just mm-hmm. laughs. Cause I think, cause there's fucking soul truth there. Yeah. And like, if I were to be like, well, dad, like it's okay to take time off. You don't have to work so hard. Like mm-hmm. that, I wouldn't, that would be me speaking his language, yeah. but like what I said got through and like, I fully trust that 
we have our own filtration systems. Mm -hmm. Like if, if something is beyond us, we're not going to hear it. If we re-listen to it again and we hear it and then we're like, Oh my God, like I know I can listen to Matt Kahn like 18,000 times and hear something new every time because he's, in my opinion, he's just speaking the speak Mm -hmm. and is not filtered. It is not dumbed down. It is not any of those things. So I just want to like shatter that because that is such a hot button for me because it doesn't fucking stand. It's not truth all the way through. Like when, when I hear people talk about like the importance of speaking to like your client's level of consciousness, like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm not interested. I'm going to talk to you as I talk to everybody Mm -hmm. and I'm going to show up as me all the way through. I'm not going to speak to who I was two years ago to try to blah, 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 blah. No, I'm going to be me always. Mm -hmm. And I trust that you'll hear whatever you need to hear from me. Yeah. Because those models assume that everyone's headed in the same place and they're going to have the same set of realizations. And that's just stupid. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And that the, that everyone's stages of consciousness look the exact same. And that it puts people in such these little boxes. And then the way that the way that they'll use these models is really interesting because there's always, you know, I thought the same thing back in the day with masculine and feminine polarity, where it was Mm. so funny where they would say things like at the very beginning, always they would say things like, Oh, by the way, this, this doesn't actually, this isn't actually like a, uh, like a gender thing. This isn't, this isn't male, female. So like, don't worry. But then the way that they would integrate it and use it out in the world is a hundred percent male, female. <laughs> They'd be like, yo, bro, you got to be more manly. And they're like, yo, chick, you got to like be more flowy. But it's like, wait, 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 didn't you say at the very beginning that like mm. the, the dudes and the, like that it's all fluid and that it, it has nothing to do with sex. It's more of just an energy thing. The, the way that the models are used shows more to me than than all of the little patches for all of the questions because everyone has their PR campaign for why their thing isn't actually bad or wrong. Hmm. Everyone, everyone's like, you know, they're like, Oh, but like, what about, what about like gender fluidity and all those things? And they go, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This doesn't actually apply to male, female, but then you get into the work and it's, it's hundred percent male, female. They're like, yo bro, be more manly. All of these women aren't responding to you well. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. this isn't, this isn't it. Hmm. This is, you're contradicting yourself. That mm-hmm. thing that you gave me as your PR response isn't true. <laughs> And it's the same thing with lots of these levels of consciousness. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, but, but it goes into like every aspect of life and everyone has multiple things and there are all these different phases and, and you can't really tell where people are and it's more of like a thing for themselves. But then when it comes to business and when it comes to these other things or with clients, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, just put them in that box and speak to them like that mm-hmm. because that's how you speak to them. Mm-hmm. And it's Mm-mm. like, wait, but that doesn't make sense. It, it creates this weird power hierarchy thing that yes. makes my inside say, ew, that's disgusting. Don't even fucking try that shit on me. I yes. can smell you from a mile yes. away. Yes. Not available. Yeah. I, 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 oh my God. It, mm-hmm. it like really, really rubs my engine. <laughs> like and I think, so- I think that's honestly the reason why, I mean, as we moved to Seattle and we have shifted so much and changed our lives so much and we went and lived at your mom's for like nine months. So we just kind of let go of everything and moved away from the community that we were part of and all of these things and left many phases of our life. Mm-hmm. We're in Seattle right now and we're kind of, we're kind of slowly like branching back out in the mm-hmm. community again. And what I'm noticing about the people that we're drawn to is that they aren't overtly spiritual. They aren't, they aren't overboard on all of these maps and spiritual teachings and philosophies. They don't live the philosophy. They just live a very spiritual life and they're just there, but Mm. it's almost like they're like undercover and like you wouldn't even be able to tell that they're spiritual 
if you were just talking to them normally. Yeah, they don't have all they're their so chakras. They're so integrated into the world. <laughs> yeah, they don't have stone like, on every chakra. Yeah, when they don't they go have out. every color chakra <laughs> over the place on the body on a longer and longer <laughs> neck chain. Like it's, <laughs> you know, like it is. It is so. Mm. It's so behind the scenes and. But there's a twinkle in their but eye. But there's a twinkle in their eye and they're listening to themselves and they're following their intuition whether or not they have the language for it. I don't care if someone has the language for it because I have the language for it. Yeah. And I'm happy to like explain it and mm-hmm. talk about it and do that all day. But the people that I really want in, my, in our lives and the people that continue to come to us as as like mentees of this work or wanting to follow it and all mm-hmm. of that, like all of these people, they're just listening to their soul truth and they're following it. Yeah. And that's really the divide. When I really see what's mm. happening, it is this massive spectrum between people that are running 100% their body where their soul is not getting in anywhere and they're making all their decisions from that place or 100% soul, which I don't I don't know anyone who 100% soul never has their body running there every once in a while, yeah, you know? totally. But there's this spectrum and I think we're all moving along this spectrum and to, to try to categorize all these stages and then to speak to them differently is odd because... That soul truth is the same through the whole process. Yeah. And reality is the same through the whole process. And it's not that you wake up and suddenly reality works differently. It's that everyone's in the exact same reality. Everyone is going through essentially the exact same process. They just have different levels of awareness and communication with the thing that's orchestrating. Mm -hmm. They have different levels of awareness and communication with their soul truth. And we're just teaching them to recognize this piece of them that is really meant to run the show that makes everything really smooth and it's all one thing Mm -hmm. that's the thing is we're not trying to pull people along very specific stages of consciousness Mm -mm. even in the the levels of clearance or stages of enlightenment whatever that that be brought through in the book it's essentially all one progression Mm -hmm. it's all one thing there are stages in the sense of like when you're fully running from your body, most likely you're thinking a lot about survival. Mm -hmm. And then as you start to pop out of it, you start to see more possibility. You start to see more of your emotional and, and other desires. You realize that you can kind of impact the world around you. You're not totally just, just deep in the fear aspects of that body. Mm -hmm. Like you're starting to realize you're safe. You're starting to realize you're here, you're settling in and then you open more and more and more and more and more Mm -hmm. essentially is the Mm -hmm. whole stage. Mm -hmm. And yes, I think people's awakening tends to follow very similar trends, very similar trends. But that truth is always the same. That Mm. truth is always the same. And it's not the same from person to person. Mm. The truth is always the same. And it's just the thing that's there for them. Mm -hmm. And it's always so obvious. It's always so there. And you talk to someone for 30 seconds and you can feel it drop in and you can feel it I drop can, in. And I can feel it drop in. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but you talk to someone for so quick and you can feel that just their soul truth come in and it's like, this is what's here. Yep. And it's so obvious and everything they're talking about, every question they're asking, every single thing is all around this one yeah. core thing. And you just go, what if you did that and trusted it? Mm-hmm. And they go, oh my goodness, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then the the whole next phase of the journey opens yeah. and it's the same all the time. Yeah. So I agree. I think lots of these models are fascinating and they're really, they're really fun and they're, they're great. They remind me of Western medicine. They're great at like looking at things and diagnosing things and putting them in a map, but they have no idea what's happening mm. and they have no idea how to get people to the place where they ultimately want to go. Mm. And I'm just, 
I'm just interested in in soul truth above all of it. And yeah. and yeah, I agree. Lots of these things don't check out. And what I was originally talking about was more like intellectual maps and stuff. But I, we went there with the stages well, of consciousness. Yeah, when you as soon as you said that, it, it's like it's literally like if you see me on the street and you want to piss me off, <laughs> just tell me you're going to talk to my level of consciousness right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a surefire way to do it. Yeah, I just think it's silly, and I think it's missing the mark. Like yeah. I, I think as we continue to to deliver our message of what it means to live a life in the second paradigm and it's continuing to anchor more of your soul mm-hmm. to be a soul heavy blend yeah. and to be more of you mm-hmm. to be more of you. And like, so that doesn't check out for me. If you're, if I'm speaking to people's levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. I'm not being more of me. I'm doing some weird ass people pleasing like weird thing that like it feels so tangled it feels like it feels like one of those rubber band balls like it's like it just feels tangly over there the end result is you end up extremely brainy overanalyzing everything and not yourself yeah and that's not a good result that is not a good (laughs) spiritual result that's not what i want from a model that's not what i want from a spiritual (laughs) philosophy I want yeah. to be more of myself at the end, completely free and liberated from all of my biological urges that pull me in different directions, yeah. all of my fear and scarcity and random adolescent desires that just rip <laughs> me out into like, I want to be a famous musician right now. And we're like, yeah, but like, what about this like business? Like, what about all the things we're co-creating? Mm. You know, there's all of these things that like rip me into things that sound exciting. I want to be able to be fully liberated as the me I actually am and do what yeah. I'm actually here to do. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with my stage of consciousness. It has everything to do with just permission yeah. and soul truth and leaning into keep, what's here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love this map that's coming through more and more. Seeing that doc, that soul mechanics, mm-hmm. you know, or the, yeah. the mechanics of soul, soul. aligned mm-hmm. business, seeing the whole map articulated in one doc, just it's shifting something in me where I'm recognizing how solid yeah. we are in all of this. Yeah. And how backed up logically, how backed up spiritually, all of these ideas are. Mm. And so many of the ideas that are out there, I see them everywhere. And so many people like, it's like about surrender and it's about trust and like trust yourself and, and be yourself. And there's all these messages that are out there that are like the memeables on mm-hmm. Instagram and their quotes. Mm-hmm. And I look at them and I go, yeah, mm-hmm. it's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And there's intricacies in it and it dives down everywhere. But the world's already awakening. Yeah. And that's it has what's been really, for, it has been yes, for literally thousands of years <laughs> yeah. we've been going through this process. It has nothing to do with the latest model that we need to suddenly rip everyone into. It's already happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really freaking cool. Yes. And it would happen regardless. Yes. And like that's, that's what's cool. Yeah. That's what's really, really cool. Hmm. Is that it's what we've already been doing. Yep. It's what we already are doing. Yep. And we get to have permission to do it even more yeah. and even more even more freely yeah. and easily. Yeah. Because we're not being ripped left and right by these yes. by these models, by these ideas, by these philosophies, and by these worldviews that yeah. are just they're not it. There really is something I, I had my NSA session on Monday, network spinal analysis. Mm-hmm. Um and what were we we were talking about Oh, just like 
we like love we as humans like love polarity you mm-hmm. know like things have to feel really crappy and then we can spring into the really better version yeah, or yeah. like yeah just like even viewpoints or or politics oh this is what I was talking about oh god okay so I worked at yeah I'm just gonna talk about it so I worked at the Chopra Center and I had mm-hmm. this dream about um, Deepak and Donald Trump and myself mm-hmm. and the three of us were in a CVS together and I asked them to take a selfie with me <laughs> <laughs> like one on each side yeah That's awesome. I was in the middle so um, that feels representative in itself <laughs> right oh my yeah. god yeah this is when Trump I am the middle path <laughs> when Trump was running he was he was running for president he hadn't won yet yeah it's wild. so this dream happened and I was at the Chopra Center and then like the next day Deepak was there and I saw him and I was like oh Deepak I'm like I had a dream about you and he kind of like um you know like leaned in like you know like huh like what are you gonna mm-hmm. say I was like yeah it was with um you and Donald Trump and he like threw his arms up in the air and walked out of the room and he was all ups- like visibly upset he's like if that man wins like mm-hmm. visibly upset and so I was sharing the stream um, <laughs> with mm-hmm. my NSA doctor. And it's just, it's it's fascinating to me that like, you know, someone like Deepak, like even just as like a representation or archetype, you know, of mm-hmm. like spiritual consciousness or whatever, has such this like affinity towards Trump. Like, it just seems odd to me. Like, because we have the perspective that we have. I have the perspective that I have of what Mm. Trump's doing here. Like he's literally like a, just a representation of all of the collective pain, all embodied in this one orange body with this orange hair. And like, (laughs) he's just, he's just that, you know? Mm. Um, and it's, it's just funny because like there's, it's, it goes back to the whole like polarity thing. Like it's like having like in order for, like they both need to be so polar opposite of each other in order for both of them to have their identities. Yeah. It's pushing off of the darkness in quotes to become the light to show that you are the light or to prove that you are the light by hating on the darkness, which is just Mm -hmm. weird to me because I'm like, wait, no, you have to like include like, don't you, don't you like, or like scoot in a little bit more like the, the polar opposites. Cause what would it be like to, to come closer to Trump? Like, and to be, and, and to like inch more towards the middle mm-hmm. of that pendulum From a PR swing. perspective, it's terrible. Right. But from a legitimate, like spiritual consciousness, look at the totality of the map. It's like, oh, of course. And this is great. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's what makes sense to me. But then like it's an, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like from a PR perspective, I guess. But like, because who would you be? Even from an identity, like ego perspective, like then who are you if you're moving more towards the center? Mm-hmm. And same thing for Trump. Like what if he were to move more towards the center? Like I'm not just yeah. bashing on Deepak here. Like I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. Like it's just fascinating to me that I'm like, oh, wow, that's what's out there right now. Like those are like, I mean, Deepak has a huge following of spiritual people that like tune into his work and his messages and like really love him and like everything that he's saying. And it's just interesting to me that like there's this undercurrent of hating Trump, but I don't think that's the solution. Oh, definitely not. (laughs) 
and it's weird to see it from a spiritual person. And I think that's what threw me too at the spiritual bookstore when the lady was like, mm-hmm. oh girl, the universe is conspiring against and you. And you know, it's the same thing we we're talking about with all these models because the spiritual model, I would say the mainstream spiritual model is to be very blatantly spiritual and get everyone else on the planet to do it too. Mm. And once everyone else on the planet sees the world as you see the world, the world will be a better place. Everyone needs to I mean, I be in oneness and love <laughs> and peace and truth, and then ever the world will be a better place. Is that how our world's supposed to be? What? Like that? Like where it, everyone's the same? Yeah, where everyone has like that similar perspective. Like are while being here on earth like is is like quote unquote the darkness is that just part of it like is that like what if we just come to acceptance of all of everything that's happening Mm -hmm. like is that what our experience on earth like I, i don't think this is experience is wrong yeah like i think this is part of the experience and how can we still love those bits that we see out there in the world mm-hmm. like how can we still like love the like evil doers like even like the whole prison system and all of that and people like crimes and like i'm like i don't know i just don't think people are bad people like i just don't think so mm-hmm. i think everyone is really playing out their soul's mission and mm-hmm. some have a fucking shitty ass soul mission and i'm like oh my god that sucks as in they're in a body that is programmed much harder yes. with much more with values that are not even accepted by the collective. Yes. Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's divine. I still think all of that, but that is... body is here. That programming mm-hmm. is here. It's on earth. It's a part of earth. Yes. And I think that is the thing that 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 idea of everyone just needs to see the world like this and we need to hate and call out everything else. I think that's where that idea runs into trouble. Because it's not, you're right. It's not about pushing off of all of these things. Like you zoom out to these larger perspectives and you start to see how everything fits together. Yeah. Like it's the conversation we had last time about Trump where it's like Trump is helping to create a whole new level of freedom in the political system, a whole new level of realness in the political system. Mm -hmm. It doesn't almost matter what's playing out on the collective scale. Like soul finds a way to use it for the highest benefit and the things start being orchestrated for the highest benefit. And there's always a thread where it's like, that's really cool. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost to the point where you look back and you go, I wouldn't have it any other way than this thing that nobody wanted. Like this is, this is it. This is Mm -hmm. incredible. And I I think the same thing when like we, when we went back to your mom's, it was after like, I was more abundant in my life than I'd ever been before working in marketing. Mm -hmm. We went to, we moved, we moved to Mexico, sold all of our stuff. I felt totally good with selling all of our stuff, leaving everything behind because it felt like we would just be able to travel the world and I would have this marketing thing that would fuel it. And, and David then, would support both of us because I, I would was support both of us. Yeah. Not bringing and it was any not, money. And it was not a big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I, I got to this part where I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. That's really scary. And then we went and visited your mom for Christmas. And then I was like, I really can't do this anymore. Turned down two $30,000 gigs. And then we ended up living there because I, I couldn't support the both of us anymore. And we hadn't really launched this business yet Mm -mm. and my channeling stuff wasn't fully there yet because I was still doing this other thing. Yeah. But if I look back at staying at your mom's, there is no other thing I would have rather done. I know the dynamics with her that got to play out. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. It's unbelievable. The, Mm -hmm. the amount that we were able to impact her life for the better and the time we got to spend with her, the experiences that we had there 
and us being able to integrate and land and be in this energy and cultivate our our worldviews and cultivate this mastermind and all the things that got to happen from a nine-month period that otherwise wouldn't have moved us forward very much at all. we would have been still scrambling and trying to figure out. We would have still been scrambling, trying to figure out revenue sources for the whole nine months. That would have been it. Yeah. I remember I was like, I was like, we need to clean up my childhood room. Like we were staying in the little mini office room and I was like, we got to do the third floor so we can stay up there. And you were like, so like not having it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what does Brigail always say? Brigail always says settle in. And you're like, I don't want to settle in. Yeah. But I just, I could feel that like, I didn't know how long we would be there, Mm -hmm. but I knew that there was something about just like rooting Mm -hmm. and just acceptance, I guess, acceptance of the current reality and making it as much of home as possible. Because you know what's becoming really clear? This is like the teaching that's like encapsulating this whole thing is that we don't create our circumstances and Mm. we literally the thing is to accept our circumstances. Yeah. That is a relatively new thought for me. Mm. I've known it, probably taught it the past couple of years (laughs) to be totally honest. You know, it's it's woven in there. When I look at the map, it's obvious. Mm Mm-hmm. I've taught the context, but to say it that plainly and to come to that conclusion that plainly and to read it that plainly, your circumstances aren't yours to create. So you accept them. Your job is to choose your soul as much as you possibly can. You are here on this planet and there are certain things on this planet, like being in a body that has all these weird urges Mm -hmm. that is programmed in all of these not light ways (laughs) that is playing out these weird things. Mm -hmm. And you see everyone else who's also a soul that's light and bright and wonderful you see how they're running. Like you yeah. see all the things that they're working through and all the things they're dealing with. Yeah. They're inside that thing. Yeah. They are living inside that experience. <laughs> we're all doing this thing together. We are literally yeah. the divine coming into physical form and we're all playing these things out. Mm. But our job within all of this is to become ourselves, right? We've talked about that, but in order to become ourselves, we have to accept our circumstances. Yes. We have to accept the circumstances, not because they make us happier, mm-hmm. not because it'll make it better, not because we'll be rich or because the next wave of all the things will come in if we accept our circumstances, mm-hmm. but because we have no other choice. Yeah. <laughs> there is no other way to work with yeah. reality than to truly accept our circumstances because mm-hmm. we're not changing them. Yeah. As much as we think we're changing them, we're not changing them. I know. Sometimes I'm totally calling myself out. So I, I I'm so sick of our car. I'm just sick of it. I like want a new car. I'm ready for the new car. I'm yeah, like, because we bought it for eight hundred dollars. <laughs> it's a '97 Nissan Maxima, and it just is running fairly mediocre. But yeah, not too bad. Because now it still gets us everywhere. Right. But I was on like a tear like yeah. last month. I was like, I fucking hate this thing. I want this thing gone. Da yeah. da da. So then I went into fake acceptance because I was like, oh, if I like fake like I like it, then the new thing will come in sooner. Well, my, my idea yeah, wasn't all yeah. fake acceptance. Totally. But I was but like, oh, what it is. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to accept it. And then in the background, I was like, this better fucking work if I accept this totally, fucking car. Totally. And then the new car better come yeah. in. Uh, <laughs> but this is, and, and that's where I've been too. And there's this but this perspective is landing more and more. And I think this conversation is helpful for me. I'm like seeing it more and more in this moment. I'm like integrating the stock more and more that like these circumstances are here to help show us who the fuck we are right now. Yeah. They're here to show us how our bodies have made decisions that are out of alignment with who our souls truly are and the realities that get created from that. They're here to show us the deepest conflict between our body and soul so that when we know and deeply own our value and are feeling incredible, 
we get in a car that is not a representation of that whatever whatsoever and we immediately have to doubt am i actually doing this thing is this actually a value? Because if this was actually a value, we'd probably have more money and we'd probably buy a new car by now. There's these threads mm. and they're dropped everywhere through our reality right now because that's the thing that we've been accepting. We talk about it all the time. Mm. We're recognizing how thorough this map is. We're recognizing how much we actually help people. We're recognizing how we can literally see through all of these things now with a crystal clear clarity. I know. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> To have the physical representation of that conflict, I think, is one of the most useful things ever. And that's why I think getting in that car when we go places is a much better representation of this conflict than getting in the the Tesla that we want to be driving. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because we get in that Tesla and we go, oh, yeah, totally. I'm totally good. But we wouldn't press in on the conflict of what's actually here. Yeah. So the, the and what's here is owning our value and seeing, yes. seeing this work in the world and how, like amazing it is absolutely is is to integrate that soul perspective but not just that to recognize that our bodies don't believe it to recognize that our experience doesn't believe it we haven't seen it yet we haven't mm. you know mm-hmm. we haven't seen mm-hmm. it we haven't experienced it to that degree that we're feeling it come in so our bodies are saying that's not you you aren't nearly as as much value you know like all the things mm. and there are things that we feel we've felt called to launch where it's like the energy wasn't as there as we felt in the past, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a couple of our more recent kind of softer launches. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating looking at that because the numbers weren't even what they were before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a part of it too, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I look at things from this perspective where our circumstances here to show us the biggest conflict between our body and soul, I go, Oh, like this is so golden. Like mm-hmm. thank goodness for these, this reality being orchestrated because I get to see the bullshit that I put up with inside that I, that I can say that we are always taken care of. I can see the immense value of us changing people's lives all the time. But then what was it yesterday where I was like, Oh, I realized that when I start looking out into the rest Mm -hmm. of the month, like I want to stop spending money versus even believing that we can make any more money. I still do the calculations in my head of, okay, here's the rest of the revenue for the month, add it all together, minus expenses, and okay, we got to slow down. I still do that. Mm -hmm. That's so contradictory to the truth of what's actually Mm -hmm. here from my soul. So like, (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you do that, and I always want to spend more money. (laughs) Yeah, and Miriam's like, well, there's just more money coming because she can feel the truth in it. That's just not, that's not your particular way of integrating it, right? Yeah, totally, but that's just what's been true my body believes that even yeah which is awesome and that's not your soul's conflict right now you know mm-hmm. gotcha and like it's not the way that it plays out mm-hmm. you know and i think there's other things in your body of, yeah, yeah. your own ways that it plays <laughs> totally. out but these circumstances right now are here to show us that yeah and we're making decision by decision to keep going to keep trusting yeah. our souls and to keep seeing it and we keep leaning in we keep asking yep. what's here and we keep continuing to own in the face of all of these other models, all these other things, all these other teachings that are out there, we're seeing and watching the lives of our own lives and the lives of everyone around us transform. Mm-hmm. And we're watching people go, oh my goodness, this makes so much more sense and it gives me so much more permission to be myself. Holy crap, I can't believe I ever let myself listen to all the other garbage. Mm-hmm. We're watching it over and over and I over know. again with every single person it's that walks into our door and every single person that walks in our door goes, oh my God, I feel so at home. What is this? This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to stay here forever. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's literally unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, I mean, 
I think from this, the, the reason why I wanted to, to bring that point back up is uh-huh. because I think this connects to looking at Trump. Mm-hmm. This connects to looking at fame and wealth are up because it was also in the dock, but it connects with like the amount of wealth we have, the amount of awareness we have. And with all the awareness and wealth that are continuing to expand for all mm-hmm. of us, like accepting what is here is not just the way to get the next thing to land. It's the way to actually see what's here. Mm-hmm. to actually get to the heart of what our circumstances are trying to show us, to get yeah. to the heart of what our soul is trying to show us. Yeah. Because if something has to play out all the way into our physical reality and it's really uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable because it's triggering that conflict, first of all. Mm-hmm. That's why these things are so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if it has to come all the way into our reality, it's because we're blind to it. It's because we're making decisions in a world that we are not consciously aware of as a soul and our body's just playing out these things that are not helpful. Mm. So the more we can accept our circumstances, the more we can be real with ourselves about what's actually here mm-hmm. and more real with ourselves about what's actually here. Then we make better decisions. Mm. We can choose from our soul because yeah. we can see it. Cause there's room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's cool. I like that. I know I felt like I finally came to a place. I think yesterday when I was driving to yoga, I was like, I like this car. I was like, I'm grateful for this car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to walk three miles to yoga right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool and it was real. It wasn't mm-hmm. like the fake shit that I was trying to do. Totally. Because you know that like that weird like fake generosity people try to do in order to get something or there's like these weird like uh, like you think you're karmically bound. So if you do this thing, then you'll unwind the karma. But really, it's just I mean, I don't even know totally, about karma, yeah, but yeah, it's just a little, like weird stuff. Yeah. That's how I felt with the car. I was like, OK, I accept it. <gasps> but I like really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it wasn't like a fake it to you make it thing. But when I finally just I yeah. think I forgot about it, honestly, I mm-hmm. forgot about my fake acceptance. Um, I forgot about I mean, I still think about getting a new car, but it's not as like urgent it's not pulsing as like fiery there's just more of like a patience and like a trust yeah it's that undercurrent of trust Mm -hmm. which is cool because it wasn't there for a while yeah because i think underneath the like fighting of our reality is just fighting that awareness yeah it's just too uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like it is way easier to fight the reality of our car than to be like oh shit i don't actually fully see the value in in this work it's way mm. more comfortable to fight our car. Way more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You know, true. and like that's, that's the that's the weight of soul truth that's always there. And there's something about like there's something mm. about just diving into this whole intuitive space and s- beginning to see reality more as it truly is where like life is easier. Yeah. But life is also way more intense in some spaces, mm. you know? It's like yeah. it gets right to the heart of what's actually yeah. there. And if you're willing to be brave enough to go right to the heart mm. of what's actually there, then life can be incredibly easy. Yeah. Incredibly, incredibly easy. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I've been feeling more recently, like, just even with that doc that you brought through has been really mm. helpful. But I just keep feeling, I'm like, oh, I just, like, I want our people, like, I want to help our people. Yeah. Like, I just, I feel it. I feel this, like, this urge and this, like, surge inside me to, like, mm-hmm be the mentor and guide that I'm meant to be. And you know what's crazy? From a soul perspective, 
that is literally the resolution to, I'm not sure if this is of incredible value, the desire to to pump it out into the world as fully as possible. Yeah. That is that resolution. So like yeah. you're literally watching yourself come to resolution mm-hmm. and all of the decisions that you're making are going to be a place from that place of like, yeah. I just want to find our people and I want to call yeah. this out into the world. And like, I think I'm, I think you're a little bit ahead of me in this truly, but you're, you're also challenging me and I feel myself pressing up against those edges. And, and I also feel myself making those decisions and recognizing where my scarcity is just off the charts and just random, so random and it's so mental and in there and like behind the scenes and just unconscious, but I'm recognizing all these things and I go, Oh my God. I want to really help people too. Like we need to get this out there. We need to like shout this from the mountaintops. And that is the resolution that our soul is trying to get us to. And when we fully integrate this, our circumstances will begin to shift. Yeah. Because our circumstances are created for us to highlight our inner conflict. Mm -hmm. We will have a different inner conflict Mm -hmm. and we will no longer need our circumstances to show us our lack of value we no longer need that <laughs> yeah, so those circumstances yeah. so then that thing shifts yeah. and that's how the reality actually genuinely works from this soul perspective mm. because these higher units of consciousness are energizing potentialities to be more likely and when something is being energized very fervently to be a way that you don't like it's very likely that it's for a very very good purpose mm. a very mm-hmm. good purpose mm-hmm. Because it's the thing that is that deep inner conflict that once you move through that, you literally step into a whole new iteration Mm. of yourself. There's more freedom, liberation, love, Mm -hmm. impact, all of those things that you truly are. Mm -hmm. You land more, not just cognitively of I'm going to do this now and add it to the map, but literally you become that, you move through that, your body and soul Mm -hmm. resolve that conflict and your body goes, you're right. Mm. You're right. Like we are of value. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, then the reality starts reorchestrating. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Very, that. very cool. I'm getting <sighs> sleepy. I'm right. rubbing your arm. I'm like petting you like a cat. Yeah. You're <laughs> petting me like I imagine how you want to be pet right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally how I want to be pet. You're rubbing my arm like soothingly while yeah, you fall asleep. Yeah, while I fall asleep. <laughs> I know. It's just so nice. Yeah. All right. This is great. This was great. I feel like we're really awesome. (laughs) Good. I really do. I'm like, oh my God. I want to listen to us. More and more. That doc that doc shifted something in me. Same. Where I saw it all come through at the same time and went, Oh my goodness, it all makes sense. Let's go. He spent like hours and hours and hours outside on the patio, just like bringing it through, bringing it through, bringing it through. Like days and hours. It was like a whole yeah. It was a whole project. Um, it's awesome. I was yeah. like, I wonder what he's working on. I was like, can you tell me anything about it? He's like, nope, not yet. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Because I tried to talk to you about it and then I just got like all agitated because I couldn't articulate anything. I know. Anything. And I started to ask questions and then that made it worse. Yeah, I, was like, and... mm, mm, uh, mm, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I was like, well, what about this? What about that? And now yeah. asking the questions. Oh, now you can ask me anything. Yeah. And it's like, it's all there. Yeah, it's cool. So cool. That's cool. So cool. How are the people that are listening to the podcast going to be able to access the document? You know, I haven't decided whether we're going to put it up publicly yet. I haven't decided. So at this very moment, nothing. Okay. At this very moment, it is in our How to Promote Your Soul to CEO. Round two. As a week two bonus. And 
it is very likely going to be posted in the collective. Yes, I definitely. So I guess, I mean, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my goodness, I want to know the mechanics of soul line business and how the trajectory of all of this soul unfolding and how all the all this context, all those things, everything we've been kind of talking about today. Yeah, if you do want to dive into it, you can ping us for the collective and we're happy to t- chat about yeah. it or just go to the secondparadigm.com slash collective mm-hmm. and you can just sign up. I trust your sovereignty. And if you're still here listening to this, you're definitely our people. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh my God. And the channel nights are awesome. Mm-hmm. And the art of truth that comes through on those channel nights mm-hmm. is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. Miriam does an art of truth to kind of capture the energy of the channel night. So there's a there's a recording of each channel night and we do it live, obviously. But there's a recording and then also there comes through like an, mm-hmm. an art of truth, which is it's so cool looking at those pieces because they like it's cool that you can read the energy of that experience or of that thing in that art of truth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool. I'm, I'm learning more and more of like the power of art of truth. You know, I'm like starting mm-hmm. to see it more and more and more and mm-hmm. more. And something about the way you talked about it on this last call, especially the customs, you were like, essentially what I end up doing is I pull through the next iteration of that person's soul into canvas and then they put it on their wall and they have a constant reminder of it. Mm-hmm. It's cool because I think the the collective energetics, it's like that channel night is the thing that is essentially calling all of us into more of our souls mm-hmm, every month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to then also have that ener- like that visual reminder mm-hmm. of it, anchor of it, that I mean, you and I literally change our phone background every single time yeah, we do it to the true. thing. Uh, to have that visual reminder is just, it's just cool. It's mm. really, really cool. Because it's that continual visual reminder of that energetic, and you can feel the energy in those oh, art of truths. Sure. Everyone who sees them can feel the energy yeah. in those art of truths. Yeah. So it's cool that it's the specific energy of a channeled transmission that is specifically crafted to pull everyone into more of their souls it's just it's just cool i love the yeah. whole dynamic around yeah. it that thing that we it's get to really do every month. it's mm-hmm. really fun yeah and you get the digital images mm-hmm. you have access to them so you can do oh, whatever cool. you want with them mm-hmm. which i think is awesome it is really awesome <laughs> Which I think is very awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I just love Art of Truth. It, mm. This is, I'm going off on another yeah, side sure. note, but the way I feel about our work in the second paradigm now, today, and how it's been integrating and landing is how, mm. like, I feel about Art of Truth. Like, Art of Truth mm-hmm. just feels like, it just feels like this thing that, like, everyone's supposed to have. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you just need it. And mm-hmm. like, you'll know when you need it. You just message me. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, I know it's fucking awesome. I don't need to tell you how awesome it is. You will know it too. Cause you just fucking saw it mm-hmm. and you felt that too. <laughs> like, I know you felt that. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't deny that feeling. Like, mm. like there's no, I don't have to do anything. Like, it's just like, it's just its own thing. That's like living and breathing and it, it draws mm. people and it, they, they have an experience with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way. I'm like beginning to feel that confident about the second paradigm. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, you just know, like, you just mm-hmm. know, like you get it. You've already been living this way. Like now there's a whole group of people that are also living this way. And there's an articulation for what it means to live this way. Yeah. And, and, and there's like unpacking that we can do with you and help you see what's like actually here, like mm-hmm. truth with a capital T, like, and we're not going to tell you to do any like Joey's strategy, whoever Joey is, you know, it's like, yeah. that's not it. Like what's here for you. And like, we just hold that space and just be with you. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I think that's what 
what I feel like missing on the planet is that like beingness. Like when we talk, we recently today, we're just talking about like what, what it would be like to do like a public channel night, like here in Seattle, yeah. like, like human yeah, to human in, September. in, in person mm-hmm. in September. And I am adamant about it being in like a physical space that's like cozy and comfy Mm -hmm. and where people can like chill on couches and on the floor where it's like carpeted and there's like pillows and it's just like a super comfy vibe because hello rising in cancer northern Taurus that's me and it just (laughs) and it's I mean look at me right now you can't see me but just imagine me laying on the blue couch under the seat Mm -hmm. of life under two blankets. Um, under two blankets. <laughs> <laughs> My legs across David's lap. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about being in this energy and being in the energy of channel nights that, like, in order to fully receive the transmission, like, I want to lay down. I want to be mm-hmm. comfortable. I don't want to be sitting in a fucking steel metal chair. I'm like, where I'm having to mm-hmm. adjust and, like, oh, no. I just want to sit and, like, melt and, like, fully receive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm yeah, telling you this. Yeah, we don't really do that, like, fake professional thing. No. In any of our containers, in any, anything. I mean, I think that's probably why I can't do the video podcasting right now, because there was some posturing. Because if I'm really honest, I just want to podcast like this. Yeah. Totally. So maybe we'll just video like this next time. I'll just lay down. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think it's t- totally fine. Absolutely. I don't know why I was making it not fine. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all we're all here to become more of ourselves. So yeah, totally. You do you, you, do you boo. <laughs> but yeah, I just yeah, I I just love our work and. Mm-hmm. I love what you're talking a, about about the the longevity of the second paradigm and how you're you just kind of feel like it is with art of truth now. Like, Oh, people will just come when it's time. It's time. They'll oh, just come yeah. and continue to yeah. continue to come. I was talking to, to Jay today and, and I was like, yeah, I just feel like our, I feel like everything we're creating at the second paradigm right now, it is, it is like pulsing. It is potent. Yep. It is ever growing. It is long term. Like I'm yeah. talking so long term, all yeah. of the structures and everything we're creating, they are so radically in alignment. It is unbelievable. Mm. and it I've never felt deep in my bones oh yeah I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life I've never felt deep in my bones like oh yeah I'm not looking for myself anymore yeah like I'm not trying to figure out who I am I'm not trying to figure out what I do I'm not trying to figure out like how I help people I know yeah and I know how we both do it Mm. and I know how this business helps people I know exactly what it looks like I know exactly what the transformation looks like and I can articulate it and there's like a there's a huge long 45 minute doc that like (laughs) details it in detail the arc that everyone goes through and all the things it's just cool it's cool being in this business and it's Mm. it's cool yeah it's cool settling into that place Because it's it's this weird, fascinating feeling where I know that we are going to blow up, but I don't entirely know how it's going to happen. I don't entirely need to know how it's going to happen. It's like I just, I just need to be able to accept it more and more. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it like pulsing. Yeah. It's like, it feels like, I don't know why, but lava is the thing. It's like this mm. like, boop, 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 like, boop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. make the noise. It's lava. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty but good. It's like this bubbling, like, but it hasn't like exploded. It's just, it's yeah. like breathing still. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It is really cool. That's the image I keep seeing. I saw it today at Starbucks. I was like, because this really, it just feels like it has roots. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it just feels true for me. It feels true in my body. It's yeah. how I've always lived my life. So to have words for it and to be able to teach it, which you're so amazing at, mm. is just awesome. It's been like, a, it's been a lifesaver for me. Mm. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's totally true. It feels good. Mm-hmm. I feel the longevity in it too. It feels like it's like forever alive, even after we're gone from yeah. this iteration. Our human bodies. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just feels like it just keeps going. It's just a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? You're done. I think I was just feeling the energy. Yeah, I mean, I was feeling things close up, but I was just. I know they closed up a while ago, and then I just kept talking because that's what I usually do. It's all right. It's good. And then when I'm done, I'm done. It's good. And I don't like do any transition or anything. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Like last week. Yeah, I've gone over. <laughs> I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for staying us in this, staying with us in the bonus round. Yeah, that's right. At the end here, after the energy started to close up. You're welcome. You got a bonus. Fun chatting. Yep, always. <laughs> All right, fun chatting with you. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wake up to this rounded existence, left by soul, where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck in time. But in my soul, I always know I am more.